The reading for today's message comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting in verse 1. Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent am bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So today I wanted to talk about this battleground of our mind. And this is something that we as Christians have not taken seriously. And we have not understood that our mind is a major battleground and it is a spiritual battleground for the enemy. And it's the way that the enemy gets ideas, thoughts, and attitudes into us that we aren't even aware that they are separate and distinct from our own thoughts. And I wanted to talk about this today for several reasons. One is to encourage those of you who are walking in alignment with the scripture, you're, you're being diligent to study the word, to spend time in the word, and yet you're finding that when you are out in the world, among the world, you may have thoughts and attitudes that are arising in you. And you're mistakenly believing that those are your thoughts and attitudes when really they are brought in by the enemy to distract you and to start making you feel bad about yourself. Maybe he'll bring something up from your past, a thought or an attitude or something that you've done in the past. But otherwise, he can also bring thoughts that are just so out of left field and, and you immediately think, where in the world did that thought come from? And you start to judge yourself. I want you to recognize through this teaching that when you have those thoughts that are completely counter to God's word, whether they're from your own past or whether they're just a thought that comes in, we're told to take thoughts captive, every thought captive. And this is something that we haven't been discipled or trained in doing. And so many of us are just at the whims of the devil in terms of being attacked by these thoughts and then the, the feelings that arise in us as a result of those thoughts because we start to condemn ourselves in our mind. And this is something the Lord has been teaching me now for several years and it's really, really becoming more and more apparent to me that we have to become very, very aware of all of our thoughts. And so that's why I started out with this scripture in Second Corinthians, because we have to understand that we are in a battle. The Christian life is not a passive 
experience. There are many who think, well, I'm born again. And so now I just kind of live my life without worrying about much of anything in terms of the, our growth or in terms of our role in the process of progressing in our faith. And more than anything, I want to make you aware that our faith is active. It is not passive. In fact, if you are passive in your faith and you just think that things are going to go along according to God because you're born again and you're not actively resisting the enemy, you will have problems. You will have situations come into your life that seem to hit you from out of nowhere and you won't understand it. So that's why I'm spending a lot of time on this message today to really get you, first of all, to recognize the enemy's tactics. And then secondly, to be able to resist and defend yourself against those tactics. So let's go now to the book of Ephesians. And I'm sure many of you know this, the second group of scripture that I'm going to read, because that's where Paul actually talks about the armor that we have in Christ. And now we'll go to Ephesians chapter six, and we'll start with verse 10. So Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to take stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So we've heard a lot of times in the church about putting on the armor of God, but quite honestly, we should never take that armor off. Why would we ever take our armor off? And in particular, I want to talk about the shield of faith and also our only offensive weapon, which is the word of God. That's the sword of the spirit. So if we go back to our first passage, remembering what Paul said in the first passage about how we're to take every thought captive. So that's the first thing. We have to become aware of our thoughts. What are our thoughts? And immediately when you have a thought that comes into your mind, just take hold of that thought. Take hold of it in terms of just stop for a moment and ask yourself, is this a thought that is coming from just me? Is this a thought that is a lie? So it's coming from the devil. Or 
Is it a thought that is the truth? Is it lined up with scripture? So that's the first step. You want to take that thought and immediately just make that decision. Is this my thought? Is this a thought of the enemy? So is it a lie? Is it something that's counter to the word of God? Or is it truth? Is it lined up with the word of God? So those are your three options. And sometimes it can be difficult to be able to tease these out and understand where that thought's coming from. And that's why we want to spend time in the word so that the more of the word of God and the truth that you get into your soul, the more you will be able to recognize things that come against you in your thoughts that are contrary to scripture. And sometimes we can think even things that we've been taught for years and we believe for years because they're widely believed in the church, they may not be actual scripture. So that's why you really need to be renewing your mind in the word of God continually. So taking time every day, not only to read the scripture, but then throughout the day, meditating on the scripture, declaring that truth over your life and just allowing it to sink into your soul. Because the more of God's truth that you get into your soul, the easier easier it will be for you to come against these attacks of the enemy. So that's so now we've talked about taking every thought captive and then making the determination, is this of God? Is it not of God? And then what we do as the second part of this exercise is that once you've determined, so let's say you have a thought and maybe it's something like, I'll just use an experience from my own life. Sometimes I think, okay, um, something about a past failure or something. And why are you even trying this again? Because you know, it's not something that has worked for you in the past. So just give up. Don't do that. Don't go there when it's something you know that you should do. And so when I have a thought like that, immediately now I recognize that's a lie. That's a lie because I'm not going to look at my past. I'm going to look at my, my future. And God tells me I have, he has hope for me. Remember Jeremiah 29, 11. So if we read that scripture, we can say, let's just look that up real quick. So in Jeremiah 29, 11, we read, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so I know that all God's plans are good for me. And so I know that I'm going to be successful and prosperous in all my ways, because that's what the Lord promises me as I meditate on his on his word, that I prosper in all things. That comes from Joshua 1.8. So I think it's Joshua 1.8. I'll include that scripture reference in the notes. But the point I'm making is that I recognize that that's a lie because I already know that word of God that tells me what he thinks of me and what his plans are for me and what my future is. When I seek him and I am trusting in him and I'm meditating on his word, then I know that he has promised good things to me. So anything that I'm thinking, if a thought arises that is counter to that truth, then it's a lie. So the second part would be to take that word of truth that the Lord gives you when you ask him, when you recognize a lie, ask him for the truth, the scripture 
that counters that lie, then take that verse and begin meditating on the truth, meditating on those verses, meditating on them and continually thinking about them through your day, continually speaking that over your life. Really, it's important to actually open your mouth, not just to have this in your soul, but to speak it out over your life. And I do this a lot of times when I'm driving in my car. I just start speaking the promises that God says I have. And the reason I do that is I'm speaking truth over my life. I am reminding my soul of what God says about me and the truth about my future so that it counters everything that tries to rise up against that truth in me. And the more that we do that, the more that we fill ourselves with that truth and declare it and meditate it, meditate on it, we become free because Jesus said, then you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So that's how we get our freedom. And I hope that this brief lesson has helped you to understand today about how to take your thoughts captive. And then once you've taken them captive, any lies that you realize you're believing or that, that, that the thoughts are coming to you that are not of God, you find the verse of truth that counters that lie and you begin to meditate on that. So that's your two-part practice. So I'd encourage you during the next week, start to become aware of your thoughts, first of all, take them captive. So isolate them, decide, is this truth? Is it a lie? And if it's a lie, ask God to give you scripture to be able to refute that lie with the truth, with the word of God, and begin to meditate on that verse and speak it over your life continually. And that's how you will overcome every attempt of the enemy to infiltrate your thoughts and your attitudes.